0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Hustle and Grind Podcast. This is Jason Hartwell with Nick Tobin here to entertain your ear holes for about an hour. Um What's up, Nick? <laughs> I'm still a little hey, frustrated from all that preview shit we've been working on.
1: Hey, we'll get it figured out, man. We'll get it figured out. We'll get this uh this uh quality of uh audio from my end fixed, if we could get your end fixed with, you know, all your uh
0: your dealings yeah so right off the bat guys we're having some technical difficulties trying to get the audio quality up for you so if you always did used to like the show and now you're like ah fuck it sounds like shit now we're gonna fix it we're working hard on it so don't give up on us quite yet but um i actually got a phone call or i was on the phone with b cone from the work for it podcast and um <laughs> we were just chit-chatting and he said, yeah, man, you and Pickle have a great chemistry together. I really like what you're doing. You know, it's just, it's flowing real good. I love it. But Pickle's audio sucks. So <laughs> I said, well, I know, yeah. you know, we're like crossing international borders and it's a computer thing to a cell phone. And I, that's just stuff that I don't even know about, but we're working on it.
1: Yeah, no, we'll get it figured out, man. Like uh, once we can get the Zoom set up or whatever other platform we decide to use and that. Uh, get to in my laptop and have a mic plugged into that, we should be good to go with better quality. Yeah, that should be good. You
0: actually sound really good today. So whatever you're doing right now, keep doing it for the next, however long we're on here because you're sounding good. Well,
1: I got it on a speakerphone actually, and I just ditched the, you know, I tried different three sets of different headphones, like two sets were in my in-ear earbuds and then the other set was over the ear, but they're all Bluetooth is what the problem is, I believe. And that's why the quality's not that great on call. Uh, yeah, it could this, be. This is done a telephone call, so yeah.
0: But this will work for today. So, what's been going on this week up there in the in the Great White North, you fucking hose head? Did I say that right?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, you got a hoser, <laughs> hose or <head>, hose
1: same difference. <laughs> what is a hose? Somebody's head, been man. listening to. Somebody's been listening to four-side chat. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did. I checked you out on that, man. And I tell you what. That was, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, sometimes that Canadian accent just gets to where I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Like some of the <laughs> some of the words, some of the phrases, I just don't get it. But there was none of that in that podcast. Like it just flowed, and I really enjoyed that show. I mean, that was, it's good enough to where I'm going to go back and listen to other episodes.
1: Yeah, no, they definitely got a good podcast going on, you know what I'm I'm happy to see all these people actually getting into you know this podcast, whatever train, whatever you want to call it. You know, and they're everybody like I'm now involved in this, and yeah. you know it's it's pretty cool experience. You know, and it's good it's good listening too. You know, when I'm in the shop working now, I catch myself listening to podcasts 75 percent of the time. Yeah, you know, and I'm like on them on the daily as soon as they come out. I'm listening to them, and you know, there's several out there, and then I'm looking for something else to listen to because podcasts are actually interesting. <laughs> especially well, I was never into them.
0: well i never i didn't know what a podcast was at all until the job i had my full-time job before i did a lot of traveling and um you know not like overnight or nothing like that but i was on the road a lot between job sites and stuff and um i ended up finding myself out of town far enough away to where i couldn't pick up a radio station and i couldn't find nothing you know in that area so i said uh let me see if there's a podcast about knife making. Cause I had heard something about probably a radio commercial about Joe Rogan or something, you know? So I just Googled knife making podcast and knife talk popped up and I started listening to that and I was hooked right off the bat. And, uh, but I thought that was the only one for a long time. And then I ended up getting the app for podcasts. So I wouldn't have to log into the browser and all this stuff. Cause every time I turn it off it'd start over. So that got aggravating. But, man, I found so many of them about what we're into, and it's crazy. I mean, just how many of them are out there. So,
1: when I've been
0: exploding,
1: seriously, like the past year, like ever since I've been on Brian's podcast, the first time to work for a podcast, when I pretty much first got into this, um, there, there was – I wasn't aware of that many podcasts out there, and then, like, the, the maker – Network and all that The Makery Network and, and I wasn't even aware Of any of that And then I started Hearing about it And then Like I said I was never into Podcasts before And now 75% Of my Stop listenings Are podcasts yeah, well that Surprisingly Because w- I need something To distract My attention span
0: Yeah
1: It sounds ironic But <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need to distract that Usually and the podcast Wouldn't I didn't think It wouldn't help But it actually does So Well, the
0: one you were on, the Forge side chat, it is Forge side chat, not Fireside chat. For some reason, I searched that for like an hour. And I'm like, well, maybe it's not on Spotify. So I went to Google Podcast, and then I finally clicked on something, and it popped up. So the two guys that are on it is Lando Novak. And what's the other guy's name? Justin, what is it?
1: Lamour Lamour is what it is. Lamoure. I, I don't know it
0: sounds funny in English, but it's actually French. I just
1: call him Lover Boy. Lover Boy, okay. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> which one is? Rainy one
1: is like Lover.
0: So, okay, gotcha. Which one's Rainy Day Forge? That
1: would
0: be Justin. Okay, so last night, you know, after I finished listening to your episode, I went on Instagram and I found the podcast page and I gave it a follow and uh, looked up one of the guys uh, and he popped up, and I looked up the other one and it popped right up, Rainy Day Forge. I was already following him. He was already following me when I first started uh my TikTok account. He was like the first person to follow me on there and he sent me a message. He's like, "Hey man, found you." Cuz he's got a TikTok. I had, I didn't put two and two together. I never knew his name. I just knew it was
1: Rainy Day yeah. Forge. Dude, I had the same 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 thing as you happened to me with Justin. I swear to God at one point like I knew who Rainy Forge that uh, Rainy Day Forge was, but I I never put one, uh, two and two together, you know? Right. And then uh, he sent me a message eventually on Facebook. I forgot about what, but uh, then that's when I figured it out. I was like, oh, shit, you're rainy day Forge.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't believe yeah. that that's who that was. I wish I'd have known ahead of time, because then I could have almost put a face with the name, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. But no, Justin's a good cat, and so is Lando. Lando is funny as fuck. Well, they're both funny. But uh, that was a blast recording that podcast, and I enjoyed that.
0: That was a good. I would have never guessed that. Uh, that rainy day was Canadian. For some reason, I don't know if it's the the background of his vi- pictures and videos or whatever. But for some reason, I never would have guessed Canadian. I guess when I think Canada, I'm still thinking like nothing but snow. You know what I mean? And I know it's not like that, but that's just what pops in my head. I think about snow and big mooses and like the feathers on the jackets. You know what I mean? Like the little insulated hoodies
1: canada yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh, speaking no, of canada just a bunch of uh just a bunch of hosers like uh, Lindo would say bunch of hosers, bunch of hosers saying, yeah.
0: well let me know if y'all make any more progress on that uh the kinky four-way thing you were talking about right there at the end
1: <laughs> yeah we had a lot of things going on on that podcast <laughs> Yeah, I had a good time listening to it.
0: But speaking of yeah. uh, all things Canadian, let's go ahead and bring up our first sponsor. Um, yes, sir. You want to take it? I'm sure you know exactly who I'm talking about.
1: I know exactly who you're talking about, too. I got them sitting right in front of me. And That would be SecCorp Epoxy. For all your epoxy needs, they're the go to guys. Absolutely. Now, is it
0: SecCorp or is it CEC Corp?
1: I, well, listen. Who knows? They never told me. I've always said SecCorp. Well, well, it's quicker to say Sec than say CBC. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I've always wondered because the letters are capital, so it almost makes it seem like they're separate, but there's no dot or nothing between them. But either way, you know, it's yeah. a damn good epoxy, and I still got to get in touch with them. I haven't even tried to make the phone call yet. I've been so busy, but I'll ask them exactly how you are been supposed to say it.
1: But so, so yeah, that's uh, like I said, that I actually used their 30 minute stuff today on that handle that knife I just finished.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to get a hold of some of that. So
1: yeah. Yeah. I glued it up this morning, early this morning, and uh, i say around three this afternoon, I got to it. Everything was fine.
0: I glued one up yesterday, this big old, almost 10 inch slicer that I made. And I glued it up yesterday, and I just I was out of patience. You know what I mean? Because it was about, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And um, I knew we had podcasts today. So, by the time 2 o'clock today hit, I really, it's too late to be starting on something from scratch. So, yeah. I went ahead and used 5-Minute, man. And let me tell you, my butthole was so puckered up that whole time because I had such a a nice finish on that blade. I damn sure didn't want to put tape on it. So, I had to be so easy and so careful not to get epoxy on the blade. And it went good. It went great. But that's that'll make you nervous. If I'd have had that 30-minute, yeah. I could have done it yesterday afternoon and just went right in the shop this morning first thing and got on it. So, Yep. Yeah. But I have been banging nice in the shop it. this week. Banging, banging, banging. I think I've got close to 10 blades roughed out. Um, about half of them heat-treated and still going strong. I've been killing it. I've actually had a really productive week.
1: I've finished up my orders for the week. Everything's out for hunting season, so I don't have to worry about rushing anything by the end of next week. And then uh, I took the day yesterday and today to forge one out. and I didn't even get to put that one out on the internet yet, and it's Gone. It's sold.
0: That is awesome, dude.
1: So, so what you were saying, showed a button in mine, and
0: yeah, <laughs> what would you get paid for that? I mean, you ain't got to say an exact dollar
1: amount, but how'd that go? Well, I was—I didn't get what I was looking for, but we kind of buddy went at the wheel and deal. So uh, I brought it to a certain point, and then I said, "Throw in a tank of gas." Buddy owns a gas station, so uh, <laughs> I met him in the middle, and uh, he threw in a tank of gas. Yeah, and I got I got what I wanted for it. That is awesome.
0: I cracked up when you told me that.
1: Yeah, definitely. uh, Like I said, you want to you want a wheel and deal. I'll make it worth my money. There you go. Yeah,
0: shit. Gas ain't cheap. It probably came out pretty close to what you wanted anyway.
1: Yeah, pretty much. If I wait another day to go get my take of gas, yeah. I drive around a bit and fucking burn some some gas. Yeah, but no, see, I wouldn't. I wouldn't show up with an empty tank, and I wouldn't
0: be that guy. I'm still picturing Canada and like driving. So I, I'm picturing your vehicle and like you got chains on the tires, and it's, <laughs> it's like all salty and shit down the sides of it. Is that how it goes up there? Uh,
1: no chains. <laughs> chains aren't necessarily necessary here on the East Coast. Some places, yeah, on the West Coast, but uh, same with, as in with the states, you know, on the West Coast, there you, you'll need chains. But um, here we're not that bad, you know. We we call it the Ice Coast because, like in the winter, we get shitty fucking weather. Sometimes we get rain and everything ices up. And, but uh, we it's not chains; it's more uh, studded tires.
0: Well, that's good. That's
1: good. So, we got good traction on ice with our studded tires. And, like, we're so just used to driving in the winter around here that, you know, it becomes a norm. So, it's not really that hard to drive around in the winter.
0: Dude, I don't understand how people do it. So, I've only drove on, like, I guess, snowy roads one time in my life. It was years ago. Me and some buddies went up to Gatlinburg, Tennessee um, to go trout fishing. And we pulled up. We were fishing for a while. We got thrown out because we, we were young and dumb. We had Georgia State fishing license. We didn't really realize we needed a Tennessee license. You know, we just figured fishing license works. So we got busted without it. And the, the game warden told us where to go. You know, we didn't get no tickets or nothing. He was real nice. He said, you go down the street around the corner. There's a little shop down the hill. And they it's like a gas station. But they sell fishing license by the day in there. So I was going super slow anyway because I was already nervous. I've never drove on ice before. And when he said down the hill, damn it, that's what he meant. So (laughs) I started going down the hill in this parking lot, and it was was pretty steep. But, dude, I'm in like a full-size lifted pickup truck with mud grips. I'm thinking I got this ice thing whooped. There's little Hondas like zooming around me just flying. They're doing fine. I hit that parking lot going down the hill and went to slow down to start coming into the parking spot. All four of my tires just locked up, and I slid all the way down that hill. I could imagine. I mean, until I got to the. Thank God it had the little concrete things in front of the parking spots. That's what stopped me. Otherwise, I'd have drove right through the front door.
1: <laughs> you know, shit, like that happens around here too. Like I said, it gets it gets pretty icy here in the winter, and there are some places where you would, it would just be ridiculous to try to go down or go up because you ain't making it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, uh, we've seen school buses go off the road quite a bit up here and people, period, and uh, logging trucks and all that.
0: Mm, that. It happens. That's crazy. Man, the worst thing we got to drive in around here is just a good old-fashioned rainstorm. Other than that, I mean, people around here, though, when it rains, they forget how to drive. I mean, there's wrecks on every <laughs> corner.
1: Uh, but yeah, yeah, I see a snowstorm coming, and... uh I'm ready to fucking go the next morning in the middle of the storm. I don't care how hard it's snowing. I'm going snowboarding. I figured you would. <laughs> yeah, I chase storms in the wintertime, so.
0: So you're getting a little bit That's too my... old for that shit, ain't you?
1: No, I'm never too old for that, dude. I know, man. Are you man. serious? I heard, what you're not 41
0: not. years old, ain't you?
1: Yeah, I'll be 41 in December. Okay, December what? And I've been snowboarding uh, since I was eight. I've been doing it for quite a few years now.
0: What day in December is your birthday? Uh, December 29th. Oh, damn. So you barely made December. Yeah. Uh, mine's yeah. December 11th. I'll be 39, I think. Maybe 38. I don't
1: <laughs> I'm serious. But you don't remember his
0: age. I really don't, man. I mean, we don't celebrate birthdays. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, that's today, and we move on. There's no... Like, my feeling is once you turn 25 and your car insurance goes down, there's not another good one. You know, you've already turned 16 and you can drive. You turn 18, you can smoke. You turn 21, you can drink. Like, all the cool ones are over by then.
1: (laughs) So. You got to go looking for those cool ones, though. They're still out there,
0: man. I'm just just thankful for each one of them. Every one that I'm able to get, I'm happy for it. So, in my shop this week, I have done some cool shit, but every single thing that I did in my shop was done with a Broadback Ironworks 2 by 72 And, mm-hmm. I, man, I'm finding new uses for this machine. Like, I'm I'm doing stuff with it. You know, th- Since day one, there's been a grinder of some sorts in my shop. But with this machine and this kind of power, you know, comboed up with them Phoenix abrasives belts, I can do any damn thing I want to. I mean, just... Simple stuff. You know, shaping. What did I do this? Way? I did something without even thinking about it. I can't even remember. But I turned on my broad back and did it. And I was like, damn, that machine's not even made for that. But it damn sure worked. But uh, th- it's just awesome equipment, man. And if you use the promo code HUSTLE10, you can get 10% off of any grinder or attachment or belt from Phoenix abrasives. So... As a little combo ad right there, you need both of those things together in your life. What kind of grinder you got? You got the the Revolution grinder, right?
1: Yes, sir. ran two of them, yeah, and I man. got one of the old Belmats grinders too, the Heretic H two. Uh, That's not functional at the moment. There's, I'm lacking motors and VFDs, and a little bit of space could to help too, but. uh, once I could get that all figured out and dialed in the we'll last three grinders running, um, I'd like to get my hands on the project. but getting that across to here in Canada, getting it shipped. Like, I could have it shipped to Maine and then cross it over, but it's going to be, you know, I still got to pay duties and everything else. So I'm paying a lot for a grinder. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, they're, uh,
0: they're not a cheap grinder, but you get what you pay for it. And the yeah, no, Revolution sure, grinder is great. You know, even Brian House himself. If you're not one that is able to build a grinder, Broadbeck is what he recommends a lot of times. So,
1: yep, yep.
0: I Another, dude,
1: I'm, without a doubt, I'm sure Broadbeck is a solid grinder. Like I've never tried one. Uh, the Revolution, like I said, I'm running two of them, and uh, very versatile machines. And they, you know, just like any other machine, they will do the trick. And the reason why I am running them is because I enjoy building them as much right. as running yeah. them. So. No, if I could build a kit, I am going to build it rather
0: than buy a kit. I think what intimidated no, like, me most when I was looking into the, all the kit stuff was, you know, at the time when I didn't have a a two by seventy two, you know, Brian did not offer the the tube steel with his kits. It was just the, you know the plate steel. Now it's the whole yeah. get up. I mean, it's the tube steel. It's everything. But I mm-hmm. was I was just worried about okay, well, I am going to get this box of metal. I got to do all this work, all this welding, and I still got to order so much more stuff. You know, the wheels and the motor and the VFD. and On all those grinder groups, you're constantly seeing questions of, you know, I got this motor from this treadmill. Will, will this work? And how many horsepower do I need for this and that? And I just said, man, that's too much for me. I don't have that kind of technical brain. You know what I mean? I just... I do hands-on things. All that adding up the belt feet per minute versus the RPMs—that's not for me. So you just wanted
1: to plug and play, I need a plug-and-play, ready-to-go machine.
0: Yep. Well, I mean, I had to put it together. You know, I built it, but I didn't yeah. need my welder when I did. It's everything's bolted yeah. together. But I mean, it's yeah. still—I was grinding within an hour.
1: Yeah, I built one of those, though, like a bolt together kit. Like that could be interesting too. But I just love welding so much. <laughs> I'd probably end up welding shit together anyway.
0: That's what I was going to You could tack weld your <laughs> bolts when you're done just to make sure they don't back out. Fuck Loctite. Just weld it up. Just, uh, but, hey, look, I'm going to do, uh, do a couple of shout-outs here. Hey, go right ahead, man. Did you have time to get one together today? I got a couple together. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do two of them this week. And uh, one of them I was going to do last week. But I ended up, you know, we got carried away bullshitting and chit-chatting, and I didn't do it. So um, let me get him pulled up right quick. All right. So this guy I've talked to a little bit on Instagram. His Instagram name is Battle Breed Blades. And um, his name is, his real name is Chase Snyder. And he was just a cool-ass dude. He's down in Louisiana. And... um he just got fucked up by that hurricane that come through. He still doesn't have power after well over a week. But, um, you know, I just got to talking to him back and forth. I clicked his page, and he's only got 896 followers.
1: Oh, he's sorry. Got, wrong one. He's got 981 now. He's got what? Nine hundred eight? No, 486 followers.
0: Yeah, I clicked on the wrong. Okay, Battle mm. Breed Blades. I clicked on the wrong dude. 485 followers. So I got to, like, I mean, he sent me some stickers when I posted up that thing about my little cabinet stickers and stuff. And, like, the quality of his sticker is like something you buy at a store. You know, it's got, like, the slit down the back where you break it, and it's like some high-dollar shit. But, you know, looking at his work, he's doing some awesome work. Does his own Kydex. He's got T-shirts. I mean, when I saw 485 followers, I was like, holy shit, dude. I would have guessed he had at least triple what I got.
1: But um, no. I'm checking out his page right now, and I followed it, so now he's up to four hundred eighty six followers. There you
0: go. And
1: uh, yeah, no, he's got some nice work. Like you said, he does his own Kydex. He's he uses colors. I love color. His stickers amazing. Sure. And yeah, Dwight Pink is he If is he, is he military?
0: Uh, he was military, so he was. Yeah, yeah he and was. he served so. Yeah, he was um, he was in the Marines. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I just I told him I was gonna give him a shout out, man. So, and he's got a a pretty interesting story. When I told him, I was like, "All right, cool, man. I'm gonna give you a shout out." I didn't know his name, you know, just like old rainy day. I said, "Tell me, <laughs> you know, just a little bit about you, so I can, you know, have something to work with." And dude, I'm telling you, he wrote me a book. It's more than I'm gonna read on the podcast, but I mean, it's. He's got a pretty cool story. I told him we might get him on here one of these days.
1: Yeah, we're going to just say we should get him on one of these days. Yeah, super nice guy.
0: And uh, like I said, still no power. So he hadn't posted anything in a while. I got to look at it. I was like, man, I bet his damn phone's dead. You know, how long can you keep it plugged in to your truck or whatever? (laughs) So who you got? He's
1: got some nice work. He's definitely got? got some real nice work. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh, is it my turn
0: yeah it's your turn now I'm looking up my next one
1: alright well I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the locals today there we go cause uh, there's actually two other uh, knife makers here in town and uh, I'm gonna start with one of these guys here. Is the first one I met we actually met a few years back and we uh, both talked about Wanting to make knives and never made any knives And then uh, he started I think he started in uh, May or something like that I was was out in April for me And uh, it's a pellet knives pelletier. He's out of uh, Edmonton, New Brunswick If you look him up on Instagram It's P-E-L-L-E-T knives All in one word Go ahead and follow this guy. He, uh, actually one of the first kitchen knives I forged out. He's the one that, uh, I spent the day at his forge. So pellet. knives actually pulled off pellet knives. Yeah. Is it knives, knives or knives?
0: Okay. I see pellet knife. P E L L E T.
1: K N I V as in Victor. E S.
0: There it is. Giles.
1: Uh, Jill, Jill, Gil, or whatever. Jill. In, in French. Jill. Jill. <laughs> <Gilles.
0: laughs> all right. How you say the last one? Pelletier?
1: Yeah, Pelletier. That would be right. Hey, there we go. Look at me
0: learning some French. 300. Yeah, but it's actually <laughs> that Yeah,
1: no, he's got uh, 362 followers, but. Uh, well, just got one like I said. Yeah, if you check out his work, he's got amazing work. He does all these S-grinds and diamond grinds and stuff like that. He does a lot of just pretty much all kitchen cuddlery. Um, everything he works with for handle material is mostly, in general, wood that's been harvested off of his property. And uh, the, the picture I sent you earlier, actually, that spalted birch, those spalted birch scales, I got those from him. And uh, he stabilized all that, and it's rotten wood he found off the fucking floor in the forest of his backyard.
0: (laughs) Damn, dude, this is, I'm looking at, I'm really liking his stuff.
1: Yeah, he's all set up for stabilizing No, no, you should see his shop, dude. You should see, like I said, it's ridiculous. He's got the dream shop. His wife's an artist as well, too. She does all kinds of painting and stuff like that, and uh, sculpting all kinds of sculpting. And she's got a studio upstairs. It's like a big barn. You've got a big woodworking shop. And then there's like a, a side garage or like a side storage for the tractor. But he turned that into his knife shop. It's just amazing. She's upstairs in the studio. It's just beautiful, beautiful place. He's got a video on his Instagram of his place. He's got a few, um, blacksmithing well bladesmithing classes under his belt too he's got one in Maine I think with Nick Rossi oh, and he's got bad. one here and he's got one here in Quebec with uh, Noah Bachon from Bachon Knives mm-hmm. and uh, like I said he does all the S grinds and the diamond grinds and all that stuff like he's, he showed me quite a bit you know, when it came to making
0: kitchen knives uh, like the Japanese style handles and all that stuff Dude, I'm looking at his S-Grinds. That shit, I mean, it looks like.
1: I don't even oh, know you could see
0: it. I don't even, it's hell there. yeah, you can see it. I don't even know how to say this and still sound polite. His lines and that forged texture that he's got on there. It's so fucking yep. good. It almost looks fake. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the forged in fire bullshit texture they put on the Walmart knives. Yeah, yeah. It's so perfect. It almost looks fake.
1: No, no, he's uh, definitely got. Uh, like I said, he's got skills. Definitely, he's, uh, his grandfather and his great grandfather were both blacksmiths as well, too.
0: So it's in his blood already. And,
1: yeah, yeah, pretty much. And he had a blacksmithing class, but like back in the day, two under his belt. And like I said, he's pretty solid. But he's got a he's got a good thing going for him. He's retired off the rail off the railway railway, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's been. Uh, been doing that since he's been retired. That is awesome, dude. Me and him hang out quite a bit, too. So, like I said, he comes by my shop. I go by my shop. He leaves here with shit. I leave his place with shit. Yeah. And have dinner at their place. And quite a, cool cat.
0: quite a stock of wood he's got just laying down available. What was that? I said, that's quite a stock of wood he's got available.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the She's shelves like I said. In the Every time I go, he's always handing me a piece or two, like a block or two or a set of scales, like here, have these. <laughs> like, <something. laughs> it's like yeah. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, that's- like I said, he's a very, very good guy. Like I said, very humble, very when they had the can iron uh, can iron uh, event online, the virtual can iron this year you could purchase your spot and watch it virtually and all that stuff and there's a bunch of forging demonstrations and knife making and stuff and all that you know classes right and uh he had his shop all set up you know with snacks and the chairs and the TV and everything you know <laughs> so so we hung out in his shop for the day and that was pretty cool
0: yeah. i know that but was yeah, your cool. uh your shout out dude but i'm going to like second that one and throw it out there that is I'm still scrolling this shit. He's gonna think I'm one of them creepers because I don't like like ten of his things. He's gonna (laughs) pop up and just have a list of stuff for me. And who's this dude?
1: I'm sure he'll appreciate it, man. Because like I said, I've been. uh, He helps me. I help him out. You know, like with with all the, you know, the the social media stuff. You know, kind of the same tricks I gave you. I gave him. You know, and I helped him out with all that stuff too. Like, he's got his thing doing, he's got, like, there's a few galleries down south in the province where, like, artists can expose their shit and stuff gets sold and stuff gets ordered from there and all that. Like, that's his gig. I do the whole social media thing, that's my gig. And then there's this other guy in town, too. He does all the markets and the, the, you know, the farmer's markets and all that stuff and the craft fairs and he does all that shit. Well, I could uh, do that as another shout-out if you want to do another one, or we could save that for another time. Uh,
0: that's up to you, man. I got one more if you want to do one more. Or if not, we can save them for next week. It's up to you.
1: I'll find more for next week. New Year's, I'll do mine after. All right. Well my it's interesting one. talk. We-
0: yeah, so mine is a dude named Scott Powers. I actually met him up at Blade Show in Atlanta and we talked a little bit he was hanging out with the broad crew um when i was up there talking hanging out with the broad crew and he sent me a message after last week's i think it was last week maybe the week before um me and you were talking about forging and i told you i was having a little issue with the fish lips right Yeah, yeah so he sent me a message and he's like hey man uh I don't want to be that guy, but if you need some help, I'd be more than happy to, you know, walk you through those fish lips. It's actually pretty simple once you get the hang of it. Just, you know, send me a nice message. So I looked at his page. He's a forged in fire champion. I did not even realize that. When I talked to him in Atlanta, it was probably three o'clock in the morning, you know, in the pit. I don't remember a whole bunch of it, uh, of the conversation with him. Um, I do remember talking to him. Uh, You ever heard of the show uh, called the Diesel Brothers? They got that up in Canada?
1: I don't think so. I don't watch much TV, so I couldn't really tell you honestly. Okay, so there's this dude
0: that's part of that TV show. They call him The Muscle. And I looked at this dude, and I was like, shit, is The Muscle making knives now? But, I mean, he's just (laughs) a big-ass dude.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I could see here. You're not tiny,
0: that's for sure. So he sent me a message, and I was like, yeah, dude, for sure. You know, I'll, I'll get in touch with you later. I was real busy at that particular time. And I ended up being a dick and not even, you know, messaging him back that day, I think. Or if I did, it was real late and was like, sorry, you know, we'll talk tomorrow. But he ended up, you know, without even me saying anything or even contacting him, he did a video for his Instagram page. And the very beginning of it, he said, "You know, I was listening to the Hustle and Grind podcast, and Jason's having problems with the fish lips, and like he dedicated this, it's like a three and a half minute video, to trying to help me with my problem. You know what I mean? And um, so that was really I, I appreciated that a lot. And then I ended up finally getting on the phone with him, and we talked for over an hour, just like like we've known each other for years. But he's got he's doing some badass work too, and it, he's got more followers than me." but it's still low as hell compared to where he should be, in my opinion. You know what I mean? It's 765. So, it'd be badass if we could all get together and team up and give all these people follows and, you know, everybody push everybody.
1: Well, that's why, like I said, these these guys, they work as hard as anyone else, and they deserve a shout-out. You know, we've all been there. We all want it. So, I appreciate them. I hear them. You know, I heard another one today of mine on that. Well, actually, for us – the, the Hustle and Grind podcast on the, the Word for It podcast. They brought that up.
0: Yep, yep. I listened to that this morning. That was my first one this morning. And, um, yeah, this guy, Scott Powers, Powers works. he's actually a middle school teacher. And believe it or not, oh, cool. I, I know this will be hard to believe, but he is a wrestling and football coach too. Bullshit. So, I mean – you
1: well, I could at, imagine that the size guy you got there. Yeah, you look I at that him dude, you're like,
0: yeah, yeah, that's the football coach for sure.
1: He's yeah, got some nice work. I'm thinking that I was got another follower for right here.
0: Yeah, he does some badass full tank stuff, and that's just something I ain't never, ever been able to pull off. The full tank, or I'm hidden tank,
1: hidden uh. tank.
0: <laughs> They're actually pretty easy. My thing actually pretty is the, easy. The guard and i think it's mostly i'm not i'm not prepping my my tang right you know what i mean cuz okay. in my head obviously the tang should be just a hair smaller than where the bolster starts so that your guard slips up to it and it fits good and tight all the way around i just haven't got that part dialed in quite right i think i think that's my issue but um yeah. hell i got a dozen blocks of uh spalted maple stabilized about a year ago and I was like, yeah, man, I'm fixing to get into this Hidden Tang stuff. I put them up for sale on Instagram today. I was like, man, I am never going to yeah, do nothing of these. They are in my way. Like, I don't need all this just laying around. So, uh, actually, on the way here today, I put, let me see, four of them in the mail to Brian's house. He ordered, he bought three. But then I was like, I got to thinking about it. I'm like, man, I like Brian. I've always liked Brian. He's a cool dude. We hung out in Atlanta at the Blade Show. I said, nice I, I'm going to throw one more in there for him. And so I put four in there and I put a little note in there. So you can't send three to the work for it podcast. And I made the number four real big. So Thanks. he'll have a surprise when that shows up a little extra set or extra block. And I thought about cutting them, but my band saw don't like to cut super straight. And yeah. the table saw is just a violent fucking machine when you try to run something stabilized through it. And it's not worth it to me to take a block through the stomach, you know, trying to get a set of
1: scales. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
0: So, yeah, man, I got damn plenty of blocks. If you lived somewhere on the bottom side of the border, I'd send you a few of them. Hell, I could go buy a maple tree for what it cost me to ship three sets of blocks your way.
1: Right, we got maple here up the Wazoo. Dude, like it's it's native here, and people people burn it for firewood. So that, that is crazy, dude. I've got boxes full of all kinds of stuff that people have brought me, like wood off their property that they found. You know, I got like some native ironwood from here. I got uh, some uh, some ash, some white ash. I got some curly maple, some bird's eye maple. I actually got a big log of uh of apple wood the other day and I send that off which is he's going to stabilize some blocks I told him to keep the rest and give me a dozen blocks and he could keep it so yeah we got a bunch of wood here
0: yeah uh, a lot of the maple stuff that I've bought already cut up in the scales I bought it from you know John Bryant up there in Canada and he always always specifies on there that it's big leaf Canadian maple like it it ain't that bullshit you know south of the border stuff like it's the shit that actually got syrup in the
1: tree fuck yeah
0: (laughs) good stuff do you ever do that do you ever i don't even know if it really is like you see on tv you shove the spike in the tree and let the syrup drip out of it
1: yeah that's that's how it was done back in the day you know they would just tap the tree and have a spout and hang a bucket on it and when everything starts on thawing in the spring well, all the sap just starts coming down and It leaks into the buggy and you start picking, you know, collecting it into barrels. That's like the old school way. But now they got all these pipelines and all that stuff. And everything's all ran through machines and pumps. And like it's a, the industry is big. Oh, I
0: bet. Yeah. We, We don't, as far as I know, we ain't got no syrup trees down here in Georgia. It's like liquid gold. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like, it tastes like gold. I like it. But to be honest with you, man, if I was propped up pissing behind a damn maple tree, I wouldn't know what the tree itself looked like. I could pick <laughs> out the wood grain if it's cut up in a set of blocks, you know, or scales. Yeah. I don't know what the tree looks like. I know what the leaf looks like because, you know, it's maple leaf. Everybody knows that. But yeah, I don't know what the tree looks like.
1: That will vary depending on age as well, too. You know, the bark will look differently as an older tree than than a young one, a young one, you know. Right.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. What is coming up in your following week? What are you, what's your, uh, what's your plans for next week?
1: Next week, uh, I'm going to get back to orders when I get back. I'm leaving town for the weekend. So uh, when I get back on Monday, I'm going to start another batch of of my orders. There's, uh, actually one of them that's going to be one of those, uh, raffles that I had that you could win your own custom knife. On your knife, so I gotta work on that. That's coming up.
0: How's your other raffle doing for the folders? Has it picked up any traction?
1: No, it's still stuck at where it's at, and I'm gonna leave it at one. I think I'm gonna probably do that this weekend, if not Monday, yeah. when I get back. I raffle off one spot because actually, you know, I had enough for uh, three more, but uh, somebody wanted one I haven't heard from him, so I'm just gonna go ahead and you know, I like, sold another one. I'm just going to go ahead and build that one and hopefully but he doesn't want his other one and I'm going to cancel the raffle or out, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Not cancel the raffle, but you know, the double raffle, right. just making it one life, not two spots.
0: Yeah. And then you wouldn't have to worry about refunding any money and it'd be the same no. odds. I mean, that, that sounds like it'd be fair to me. Everybody
1: should understand yeah. that. It's half full, you know, and I'll draw a number until I hit the number that's actually got a name on it. So, right. Yeah, that way you can keep everybody with the same numbers they picked. Do they pick the numbers yeah, exactly. or do just kind of throw them in random? Uh, some raffles I do are random. Some I can let them choose. Gotcha. Mm. Cool. It depends how many numbers. Like if I do uh, open spots, you know, unlimited spots and all that stuff, I just do random numbers. Say if you get five spots, well, you get one, two, three, four, five. Next guy gets two spots, you get six, seven. And I just work my way down.
0: Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So, we're going to have to change the day of the podcast next week, almost certainly. I'll be out of town all of next week. So, we're going to have to either record maybe Friday night or the following Monday and then have it out Tuesday morning to where it's only a day ahead. But I'm we'll going, figure it out. going to the mountains for the week. Full night hunting? No, I'm going by myself, leaving my beautiful wife here by herself. And I'll be staying in a hotel room, just going up there to do some work for a week. Oh, nice! Yeah, my buddy's got some uh, rental property up there. And he had somebody working on it, but something happened, and they're not showing up. They're not getting it done. And um, he asked me if I could go up there. I said, well, I kind of don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fan of traveling, especially that far. It's going to be about a seven-hour drive. Uh, Oh, shit. I just I just kinda don't want to, you know. And then I blamed it on my truck, which my truck is a piece of shit. Like it is falling apart around me, but I'm gonna drive it until it won't drive it no more, then I'll figure something out. But he's like you know, I told him that I was like, Man, my truck ain't gonna make it up there. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll rent you a vehicle, I'll put you up in a in a lodge, like this nice ass mountainside lodge thing, and I will pay you extremely well. So, I was like, well, it looks like I'm going to North Carolina, baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, if go for it. Huh?
1: If it's worth it, go for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I need the money, obviously. We always need a couple extra dollars. And, I mean, it kind of makes me feel good at the same time. He knows my, my style of work. He knows my work ethic. And he knows that he can just send me up there, you know, 500 miles away with no instructions. And I'll get it done. You know what I mean? That's just
1: worry about anything
0: yeah exactly he knows when I get back you know whatever he needed is, is taken care of and it's good to go so take a little bit of pride in knowing that, that people look at you and the way you work that way
1: yep it definitely feels good yeah
0: definitely so
1: so uh alright uh we're gonna do that other shout out we'll talk about that for a bit and then uh how long has this been going So, we're not even an hour in yet. It feels like forever. This whole week's been feeling like forever,
0: actually. I was behind today all week. I put my trash can at the road thinking it was trash day and it didn't come. So, I was like, man, what the hell? And then the next day, I'm like, well, surely it's got to be here today. You know, it's a day late. Then it didn't come again. So, then I started getting (laughs) pissed. Like, I was ready to call the county. And then I remembered it was Labor Day. And I finally got my days right. So the trash finally came. Because, you know, the holiday puts it back one day. But I've been screwed up since Monday.
1: No, it's been one of those weeks here, too, man. Like, seriously, I've been out of of tune, if you want to say, I guess. There's one day I spent almost in bed all day. And then I woke up by like three in the afternoon. And I worked till like two. Yeah, then I worked till like two in the morning. So, you know, I compensated for that time anyways, but it kind of threw me off there, I think, is what happened. I was up early one night, too, in the shop early.
0: So how close are your neighbors? I mean, I know your shop is at your house. You got neighbors super close that you got to worry about They're... pissing off with the sound?
1: No, I could literally walk off my porch over the fence into the neighbor's yard. And the other neighbors, they actually live on the rental properties that we own here. So, um, like I said, they're pretty close. They don't mind either, though, because we've always had loud parties and we had band as kids and all that. We never, you know, there's never been a problem here. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, as long as I'm... They know I won't go later than 1030-ish. You know, I'm done before 11 making, you know, a lot of noise. So. Yeah.
0: There's been times I woke up and went to the shop at, you know, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning just to try to get some stuff done before it gets too hot or whatever. But I always feel like I got to tiptoe, even inside my own shop. Now, I mean, I got neighbors right over a fence just like you do, but only yeah. one, and it's diagonal. So it's still a decent distance away and everything around the rest of me is just woods and swamp bottoms. But I always feel like i got to tiptoe around, you know, and I keep watching the clock to figure out when I can turn a grinder on or start swinging a hammer.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Sometimes I'm forging something and then I rush myself to forge, me. You know, forge at night more than I do during the day. And, uh, I rush myself to try to get shit done. And then, you know, that's when you fuck up most times. Yeah. But, uh, I just try to get done before you know eleven at least, you know. But they're okay with it; they don't mind. They're actually happy to see me doing my own little thing and, you know, build my own little business and got all that going. So, making well, hey, it happen.
0: Hell yeah, man! I'm happy for you. you. Got all your business stuff going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I gotta look into that. by tomorrow actually should give her a call, see what's up with that because I haven't heard anything in almost two weeks. So. Oh. Yeah, well, no, I was expecting that with the holiday and all that, and she's had a couple of days vacation on top of that, too, so I knew there would be some slack there. But
0: Do, do you all do Labor Day in, in Canada? Yeah, yep, yeah, but I work, so it doesn't matter to me. I worked all day, too. I thought the whole world did, but then I was listening to, hmm. what was it, the Knife Talk podcast, and Craig Lockwood over there in France had never heard of it. He didn't know what the hell a Labor Day was.
1: Yeah. It's a lazy excuse to not go to work. It's like, hey, we worked all year. Let's take a day off.
0: No, not for me. I worked all day and most of the night,
1: that yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, with you. You know, most, jobs ever, most jobs I've ever had, like, when it comes to those holidays and all that, like, with the holidays over the weekend or whatever, and, like, usually we work half days on Friday. You know, we get half day paid in full, and then we just work the regular – work day on the holiday anyways you know yeah they pay our friday you know we like instead of working half the day, we'd work half our day but they'd give us the rest of the day paid too, to compensate for the time and a half pay for the holiday work
0: well damn that's fancy so
1: they'd, they'd, yeah they were
0: screwy like that but, yeah I, i've Mostly never had a job that i got a paid holiday or paid vacation or paid time off or none of that i've never got to experience that before
1: I've
0: had a couple. Yeah. My wife gets like three weeks a year of paid vacation and like on an ass load of personal days that she can just take off a day just because she feels like it. Like, don't feel like going in. So I'm just going to call and tell them not coming in. And I'll get paid today. I'm like, damn, I, I need that in my life. But anyway, go ahead with your last shout out and we'll get ready to wrap this thing up for too long. We're just about to the hour mark. We got started late today trying to fool with all that Zoom yeah, stuff. And we'll, we'll figure it out by next week. Because your audio right. right now has been good for the most part, but there's been times where it's a little shaky. So we're working on it, Brian
1: Cohn. We're working on it. Right. We'll get it down. <laughs> And uh, actually, before we do the shout-out, you got one more thing you got to do before we get this all wrapped up, too, and I'll let you do that first. What do I got to do? You know what you got to do. We only brought up two.
0: Well, we'll go ahead and bring up the OGs again. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of comboed them in there with the broad Because, I mean, if you don't have oh, a grinder, sure. you got to have good belts. But I do need to do my little – You might have missed that. Well, I need to do my radio announcer, my voice, right, you know, for my – Yeah, that's what I didn't hear, so. Yeah, so for the best abrasives on the market, go to www.phoenixabrasives.com. They are your one-stop shop for all of your abrasives needs. Use promo code HUSTLE10 at checkout and save 10% off your entire order. How's that? Yes, that was perfect. I felt like I made a lot of weird faces. Like, I'm glad I'm in here by myself right now. I felt like my face done some kinda, funny things.
1: I kind of saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yep. I, I might
0: have to hang a towel over the camera or something if we start doing Zoom while I'm doing that thing.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, here's my fucking last one for the day Here is It's uh, Falling leaves Woodworking on Instagram. You know, he says woodworking, but the kid was originally into woodworking right. in the past. He does leather work as well, too. He does belts and wallets. He does his own sheets. All right, say it one more <laughs> time, the name of it. Falling Leaves.
0: Falling. Woodworking. See, your audio's so fucked up right now. I thought you said balls on knees or something like that.
1: <laughs> Falling <laughs> Leaves.
0: Is that better? That's good. All right, Falling Leaves Woodworking.
1: Woodworking. Yep. He's only got 303 followers go ahead and follow him, I just yeah, him he's uh, he's another local kid that makes knives He's younger lad me like twenty twenty three in between those and um uh, he when he first started uh I, I saw his one of my friends sent me a screenshot of his instagram one morning. I was actually on the John and uh doing my morning business and um uh, and he sent me the screenshot. I was like, oh, look, you got competition. And I was like, what? And I was like, I no competition here. I'm not that type of person. So I didn't take it that way. And I sent the kid a message and he was like, so what's up? You know, well, what are you working with? What do you got? And I had an extra grinder then and, uh, I actually sold him my first grinder because he was working off, I think a one by 30 or something. You know, he wasn't doing it. He was working out of a hole in the dirt, just in the ground, just like you, you know, he was doing all his heat treat like that. And, yeah. you know, so I hooked him up with a grinder, I hooked him up with a, um, a bunch of belts, two like 70 something used belts that still had life, and I hooked him up with a double sword. gave him one of those, a yeah. uh, bunch of handle material, and I think, be on your way kid, you know, progress, learn, and uh, if ever there's anything you know, let me know, so uh, we keep in touch quite a bit, me and him too, I was actually just talking to him this week, and he ordered a, uh, a forge press for from that uh, coal iron, I think. Damn, that's moving Good. up in the world. Yeah. yeah, a little shit. I'm
0: almost jealous. Right? Dude, he's killing it, man. Mm-hmm. No, he's
1: got some nice work.
0: I like the, the overall feel. Like, the layout of his page is super clean.
1: Yeah, you got a clean page, too, yeah. You can, you Mine's can clean, too.
0: His you can just scroll without seeing a bunch of bullshit, you know.
1: Mine is usually pretty clean too, but I let it get out of hand these days. Like with all the videos, usually I don't post as many videos on there. And like, if there's anything that I do post of pictures, there's borders. So I go in there like maybe once a month and I start just archiving a bunch of videos and all the stuff that doesn't have the borders. So what do you doesn't mean? Look with... clean
0: right okay.
1: Okay. I got you. So if you go on mine, you could see there's white borders in between all my pictures and all that. Yeah. So
0: on my page, I've been thinking about going in there and just deleting a ton of, like, the in-progress stuff that I've put up. Uh, yeah. Because, I don't know, I, I kind of feel like if someone clicks on my page, like they see one knife they like, they click on the page, they want to see other examples of the finished product, not a whole bunch of dirty shop shit all over the place, you know. What do you think the effects of that would be? You think it would benefit or would it do the opposite if I just went in there and cleaned house or would it do anything? What do you think?
1: Well, like I said, I archive posts. Like I said, you know, I, I don't believe people go and check for like, I don't myself personally, I don't spend hours on Instagram in a day Like I just do my post hit and run. So I don't browse Instagram or anything. So I don't even know what people really do on Instagram much, but, uh, it's, people actually just go through people's pages and not just put a heart to every photo they see scroll through when they're scrolling through, you know, cause your shit pops up when they look for something right. or you're following them and you know, their shit pops up. So you don't see the whole page. I've never sat there and really on the daily go through people's pages mm. and check out their content. You know, like I, I check out their content daily as it shows up on my scroll, but That's maybe once a week that I'll sit there and scroll through Instagram and be like, oh, check out this, check out that, oh, look at that.
0: Yeah. So what's archive do
1: versus delete? It's me. I just figured it wasn't delete. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's got to be stored somewhere, dude. I don't know where. It's got to be in the cloud. I don't know. (laughs) That
0: that damned old cloud. Mm,
1: It's in the cloud?
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Well, you want to go ahead and wrap this one up? I have got to pee, and I've been sitting in this chair for way too long. I know we've only been going an hour, but we were going for a good bit before this hour started.
1: Oh, that was fair enough. That gives me time to go fucking get my tank of gas and drop that knife off.
0: Hell, yeah. Do a couple laps around the block so you can make the most of your deal.
1: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> make the most of my deal, but I ain't going to make the most of my time. Yeah, that's very Time is money.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try to get yes, back down in the shop and try to get a couple more heat treated this evening. And um, I think I'm gonna wait till about dark to do that.
1: So I got a few hours. Um, I'm, once I'm out of here after this year, I'm out for the night. That then drop time tonight. I'm done. Well, there you go. Put like 22 hours, 23 hours in here in the past two days. So yeah, it's break time, homie. You need it. Yes, sir. Take a fucking <laughs> night off.
0: Yeah, there you go. All right guys. My name is Jason from JK Blades with Nick from Pickle Cutters. Go follow our shit, like it, and subscribe and do all that fancy things that makes us look cool
1: on the internet. And until Yeah, and if you're not a knife maker and you're looking at our shit and listening to this podcast and you want a knife, whatever you want, hit us up, either I or Jason or I. You know, we both make different knives, so
0: this up oh yeah we'll build you whatever the hell you want if you want shiny i got you if you want rustic pickles your man so yeah because
1: i ain't doing shiny <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right guys we'll talk to you next week till then keep on hustling and keep on grinding
1: peace out
0: see y'all